You are listening to the Kingdom Mentor Podcast, where we talk about you finding your voice, sharing your voice, and even marketing your voice from the core of your identity. Identity is often a very big thing that we talk about here. So join me or a guest, get a cup of coffee or tea. It's the Kingdom Mentor Podcast. Oh yeah, welcome to season four of the Kingdom Mentor Podcast. I'm Teresa Croft. Identity. It can be almost like a buzzword in certain communities, but when you get to the core of this word, you not only see that it is a place to really find your voice as it shapes your whole purpose. Are you tracking with me? I was in a webinar yesterday and we were talking about all different issues of finding your voice and, you know, the, the fears, the struggles, the doubts. And, and as I was sitting there, I was thinking, you know, when you find your voice from that position of in your identity, it's like, you know, without doubt, you are enough. Isn't that a problem? Sometimes we struggle with even amidst our identity. Am I enough? I don't know. Well, I got hit. Let me just share something out of the blue recently with a sucker punch to my identity. It has to do with working and trying to sustain myself. So I was in this business venture, just lots of things going on. I'm not overwhelmed, but I've got the voiceovers, the voice acting, uh, it's just with Nike voice and this business and then substitute teaching. No, I'm not substitute teaching. Do you know what I am? I am a secret agent of the kingdom of God. That's what God told me. Makes the long drive much better. See, I moved. So it's an hour to the school and then it's an hour back. So I have these 10 hour days. They just slap me down. But anyway, I digress. So I got hit out of the blue. I was on a VIP business call with my business coach and I asked a question and she was not being easy on me. I mean, she, I, it's just kind of like there were these punches coming at me and I was like, oh, it just feels very uncomfortable. And she was like, I'm not trying to put Teresa on the spot, but she did. And then she said at the very end, Teresa, you have cognitive distortion. So I got off that call and I really felt so many things. I felt stupid. I felt like, oh, I shouldn't be in that. I thought just all the negative stuff. My belief system was not intact, as you can understand. And I know my coach was tough on me to help me and help with my belief system. By the way, I did listen again the next day while going for a walk out in the you know sunshine. And I realized I really didn't ask the question really well, but it's, I'm glad she picked on me because when she said cognitive distortion, I immediately thought, okay, we got to look into the real meaning. Okay, get ready. I'm going to do a right turn as I get to that meeting. First, I went to chat GPT. No, I didn't, I didn't stutter. Write that down though, over on the side, chat GPT. It's going to be the future friend. But what I'm talking about is it's a tool that's available now in kind of a beta form, although I did upgrade to the plus form. Chat GPT is an AI Powered AI stands for artificial intelligence. No, it's not from the devil. Artificial intelligence powered chatbot that uses this machine learning to answer questions in conversational dialogue. It's like this: you you ask a question, and it goes all over the internet to find your answer. So you ready? So let's do this. Okay, I'm going to go to ChatGPT now, and let's see what should I ask. Okay, let's ask. Uh, what is cognitive distortion and how can you overcome it to help your identity? Okay, hit enter. Oh my goodness. I wish you could see this in real time. 
It's spitting out words faster than I can share them. Okay, let me look these over. Okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm excited about this. They gave me, how many? They gave us seven reasons, seven things about it. Okay, so let me try to put this in my own words. But I'll, I'll, I'll mention what the answer was, and then they have, a, they have something after that. But let me see if I can't um, rely on the Holy Spirit and break this down. Oh, well, we're going to be able to do this. So cognitive distortion, okay, refers to a pattern of thoughts that leads to irrational beliefs or interpretations. So I'll interject here, like cognitive distortion messes with our belief system and it affects our voice and it affects our identity. And they're like thought patterns that have like a negative crash on your mental health and self-esteem. And I can also add that I've really been going deep since I lost my husband seven months ago. I went through, I'm still going through the morning, don't get me wrong, but I really, after I came back from Australia, really working on my mental side, you know, I, I mentioned neuroplasticity, that you can rewire your brain. So when she said cognitive distortion, I really wanted to get to the bottom of it because I knew it had to do with my belief system. I knew it was affecting my self-esteem. I, I felt kind of low. The correction seemed out of left field, but it wasn't. God uh, can do this to you. I think sometimes I'm just sharing what I struggled with and ChatGPT gave us some answers. Okay, this keeps the anxiety and depression away. When you under some understand some of these cognitive distortions and never mind my phone and I'll share kingdom ways to overcome them. So hopefully my phone will stop real soon. Okay, so let's just go right into it. No one ever calls me except my mom. So that's really interesting. Okay, here's some common types of cognitive distortions and I'll share kingdom ways to overcome them. If you're trying to do a podcast and trying to make it all perfect, don't. Okay, it'll just mess you up. So this is not perfect. My phone was ringing. This is just for someone who wants to do a podcast. I see you. You can do it. Imperfect action is better than no action. Back to chat GPT. So the first thing they said is all or nothing thinking. You know, this involves thinking in absolute terms. Since I either will succeed or fail, there's no middle ground. Now, friend, this gives no room for what God says about you. All or nothing is like... Okay, I'm going to do it once, and if it doesn't work, come on. Some of the best stories, some of the best testimonies are those people who went down and down, and they kept coming up, and they had terrible things happen, and or they had to delay. I mean, how old was the Kentucky Fried Chicken guy when he invented Kentucky Fried Chicken? Wasn't he in his 70s? So no all or nothing thinking. Number two, overgeneralization. This is when you brought, draw like broad conclusions based on one or two experiences. To overcome this, this is what I want you to do. I want you to look at each situation as unique and separate rather than as a part of a larger pattern. <laughs> there goes the phone. Okay, number three is a mental filter. I hate this one. Okay, this is when you focus on the negative and ignore the positive. I really, really hate that one because so many of us are, are caught in this filter. Now, ChatGPT had a reason to overcome this, but I suggest you strongly write out positive declarations based on what God says about you and who you are. We did, we had, I had the Redeem Your Voice camp, and that was huge to deal with that mental filter 
where where these ladies and, and men were just hit by such negative and and bad uh, thoughts. Okay, on to number four. Disqualifying the positive. This is when you dismiss positive experiences or accomplishments as unimportant. Uh, to overcome this, you, you need to listen, listen, listen. You need to accept the compliments, okay? Don't disqualify it. Acknowledge your success. What may be happening is you have some fault humility going on, you know? Someone compliments you, compliments you and you say, oh, I was nothing. No, you say, thank you. And celebrate that positive. Did that hit someone? So if someone says, dude, that was a great job, don't disqualify that. Say, thank you. You can bring God into it. I'm really, thank God he helped me, you know, do that. Okay, number five. This is, this is my own interpretation after I say, say what it is. This is when you assume you know what others are thinking without any evidence. So this can come in this form. And I remember studying this and thinking, oh, okay, this hat helps. You cannot translate what someone else is thinking. Okay, you, what do you mean? Like a friend you may have, dear friend. You call them and they're not there, but you leave this real heartfelt message. And, you know, it's all gooey and it's just so positive. And they don't call you back. And you think some crazy thing like, well, our friendship is over. Or what do I do? They never, they don't, they didn't call me back. No, get real. Don't translate what she's thinking or going on. She may have had her, her hands full and other events in her life that kept her from calling you back. No mind reading. And I'll say in my words, no translating other people's thoughts. That'll save you a lot right there. Number six from chat GPT is fortune telling. This is when you predict a negative outcome without evidence. Okay, so where are your beliefs when you do this? In the gutter. You need to get, a, you need to get them back up to the uttermost of what God says to you. Go back to your belief system. Get them aligned with heaven, with the word, with his promises. When you start predicting negative things, you're putting yourself way behind and, and you're, you're, you got a wrong set of belief systems. You're like, oh, well, this, this will never work because no one in my family has done this. Da, da, da. That's not real evidence. That's not evidence about you. Okay, I'm getting a little excited. Okay, number seven is magnification. Like when something's ca catastrophic or you minimize it. So you either blow things out of proportion or shrink their importance. Okay, this is what I'm going to say to you. Get perspective, friend. And think, what is God's perspective on this? What is God's thoughts on this? The Word of God will keep you from doing this. And, uh, and it'll help you see things in perspective and look at the big picture with your belief system intact. So thank you, ChatGPT, for helping me share cognitive distortion. And I have to say thank you because that was a lot less time than me searching the internet and going over so many articles. You see the benefit of that? But listen, it's still my voice. I want to share these examples. I, I just wanted to lay them out so you, I think you get the idea, okay? I'll leave those on my blog at ikingsmedia.com. If you want to look them over and write them out and maybe put some water to the fires on your identity, friend. So like, oh, I'm guilty of number six. Oh, that's what's going on in number two. I just think that your brain can be rewired, as I told you in the beginning. You can reduce the impact of these negative thought patterns. You can learn to recognize them and then, boom, put a shift there. Put a declaration that's opposite of that. 
You, you know, I am so big now on neuroplasticity. So trying to rewire my brain. If I catch myself, I'm like, oh, catch myself. When, like I said, when I was teaching this, I had declaration cards all over the house. I mean, so many of them. I probably need to do that again. And uh, so I was constantly going over those declarations and what God said about me. Uh, okay, so you know, when it's all said and done, you are meant to walk in the vine. Okay, so how about I share my most recent listen to the vine dress, dresser? Can I do that? Now, I don't just spit these out, and I haven't written one in a while because they, I don't just try to listen to the vine dresser. No, I, I really like ask God and boom, he, he starts talking to me. And you may be new to the podcast and you're like, what are you talking about? Listen to the vine dresser. What, what? It's John 15. You know, Jesus is the vine, we're the branches. And your father, the vine dresser, he goes up and down the rows to care for his vineyard. He may see a branch off the vine in the mud from the rain and just stomped on. He's so faithful to pick that branch up, wash it off, and set it in the trellis facing his son. So if you feel like you feel, fell off the vine, your vine dresser, your father is talking to you. So how about that? Can you do that? Listen to the vine dresser. You have felt some attacks by the issues surrounding you, dear one. Can I breathe hope in your soul? Face me more than the onslaughts on your identity which have tried to take you out for the count. Get up. Let me gently pull out the shards of glass that have cut you so deep. Can I let you in on a secret, child? The enemy has not grabbed the steering wheel from me. Your times are in my hand. I got you, and I will not drop you or your destiny. Worship while you wait. The long dark nights do not have to be times of loneliness, but sacred worship and fellowship with me. Do you feel that? When you worship, I gird you up like a ship in a stormy ocean. The waves may hit hard, but you can shout at them with the declarations of my promises. I give you that authority, beloved. Use it. Mm, feeling rejection lately. That's my protection. You feeling rejections lately. Often that's my protection. I'm just repeating it. You feel defeated. That's the proving ground for me to birth victories from your greatest struggles. Feel lonely? Watch me bring words from a friend or a text, phone or a phone call just at the right moment. Even if you feel all hell has broke loose around you, Take that as a testing ground to trust me and watch me make a testimony that someone else can grab hold in their time of devastation. Break out of disappointment and hopelessness. Say that again. Break out of disappointment and hopelessness, the vine dresser says to you. I am your God of promises. I'll light the way with my tender mercy morning light from heaven or shine even as bright as floodlights on a football field. I am your revelation light, showing you the good path ahead. So, beloved, trust me. I am rescuing you from the enemies of your soul. And while you're at it, say no to striving, and yes to abiding in my love. Love the vine dresser. I hope that hits you in the right Holy Spirit place. You want to see that? I'll put it on my blog underneath those cognitive distortions. Because when it's all said and done, your voice is needed. 
You don't have to believe and empower the lies of the enemy. The more you rise up and you know that you know that God's called you to speak, it might be at home, your home, just being a good mother, it might be at work, it might be as a preacher, it might be as a speaker, it might be on a podcast. Don't worry, it doesn't have to be perfect. Your voice is needed. You may have the resonance of heaven that someone can connect to. When you align your voice with heaven, God puts his Holy Spirit to it and is able to go into places that you would never thought possible. I believe someone's going to rise up with their voice. Okay. I see you out there and you're going to go to places of higher government and you're going to be able to spread the father's love to them. And you're going to have more of an impact on them than if they went to seminary, cemetery school, seminary, no disgrace. I'm just saying the power of the heaven, heavenly father with the Holy spirit doors will be opened just for you. Stages will be set for your voice. Podcasts will be started because you have something to say from the struggle. There will be places of healing because you've learned how to get over the drama of the trauma. Am I talking to you? Or you just may not want to learn how to really express your voice and, and you, and, and you are enough. Can I say that? And you just don't think you're enough. You are enough. I'm going to shout it from the mountaintops. So say no to striving and yes to abiding. Do what the vine dresser says. He's got the wheel. He's got you on a good path. And I really believe in you. I really, really believe in you. So don't let anyone crash on your identity. Continue to shift your beliefs to what God says about you. Okay. Thank you, ChatGPT. And thank you for listening to the Kingdom Mentor Podcast. Hey, will you do me a favor? Will you write a review or share it with a friend on social? When you write a review, it spreads it farther and further. And when you, you know, share it on uh, social, someone can say, Hey, I want to listen to that on social. You can say, add Teresa Croft. And we'll talk about my voiceover, Murray James in another episode, add Teresa Croft, share it. I appreciate it. Write a review. I'm not doing that for a pat on the back. I am doing it. So more people can hear some truths coming from the vine dresser. All right, I will talk to you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Mentor Podcast.